Welcome to Zichu Daf Siman. I'm Rabbi Ram Goldai, and today we're Zechus Gedushin Daf Samachbav, the third parak Omer. This Daf has been sponsored as a schus for all the men, women, and children in Eretz Yisrael who've been taken hostage, that they be quickly freed, and for all those injured in the attacks, that they should have a refuah shleima. So the three types we're going to focus on. Number one, the Gemara brings the following question. If a single witness tells a man his wife committed adultery, and the husband is silent, does she become prohibited to her husband? Abai says, he's believed and she's prohibited to him. And Rav says, he's not believed. It's a matter concerning erva, forbidden relations. And a matter concerning erva cannot be established by fewer than two aiding. Abai seeks support for his position from an incident involving a blind man who was told by a single witness that his wife committed adultery. He came to Shmuel who told him, If you trust him, go divorce her. Be low, low topic. But if not, do not divorce her. Presumably, he meant that if the witness is valid, he would have to divorce his wife. Rava answered that Shmuel meant that if he especially trusts this witness, like two Adim, then he should divorce her. Point number two, Abrais relates that when Yana HaMelch returned from a successful conquest, he made a celebratory feast inviting the Chachamim. A wicked man present, Elizabeth ben Po'ira, claimed that they were opposed to him and suggested that the king wear the tzitz to see their reaction. He did so, and an elder named Yehuda ben Gedidia said, Yana HaMelch, Ravlach Kesem Malchus, the crown of kingship is enough for you. Hanach Kesem Kahuna is Aaron. Leave the crown of Kahuna to Aaron's descendants. This was based on information that Yana's mother was captured and disqualified from Kahuna, but it was investigated and found without merit, and this point is later discussed. Al-Razer told Yane that as king and Kongado, he should not suffer such indignity and advised him to kill the Chachamim. Yane asked, but, Torah but what will be with the Torah if the sages are killed? al responded, It's rolled and resting in a corner. Anyone who wishes to study it, let him come and study it. Yane's acceptance of this argument was an allowance of heretical ideas, since it did not account for Torah Shabbat, which would be forgotten. He killed all the sages, and the world was desolate, until Shimon ben Shetok came and restored the Torah to its former position. Rashi explains that Shimon ben Shetok was the king's brother-in-law, and his sister had saved him by hiding him. And point number three, Abraissa discusses a mikvah used under the presumption that it contained 40 saw, and was later found deficient. Ritarfin ruled that all the Tahar was previously prepared based on this mikvah to be Tahar, by assuming it was full until found deficient, and Rabbi Kiva ruled them Tameh. Ritarfin explained, This mikvah was presumed to be full and should not be ruled deficient earlier out of doubt. Rabbi Kiva responded that the people, or Kalim, who were Tovo in this mikvah were previously Tameh and should not be ruled Tahar out of doubt. Rabbi Tarfim continued that's analogous to a cone performing a voda, who was discovered to be a son of a divorcee or chalutza, rendering machalel and unfit for a voda, that his previously performed a voda is valid based on a drush brought later. Here too, those who previously immersed in this mikvah should be ruled tahor. Rabbi Kiv responded that's analogous to a cone discovered to be a balmum, whose previous avoda is invalid. He explained it's more similar to a balmum, both of which can come about through the testimony of a single witness, and both are disqualifications in the mikveh and cone themselves. Rabbi Tarfan replied, Akiva called Porsh Mucha, Kaporsh Minachaim. Akiva, whoever separates from you, is like one who separates from life itself. So once again, the three points are number one. The Gmore brings the following question. If a single witness tells a man that his wife committed adultery, and the husband is silent, does she become prohibited to her husband? Abai says, he's believed and she's prohibited to him. And Rav says, he's not believed. It's a matter concerning erva, forbidden relations. And a matter concerning erva cannot be established by fewer than two aiding. 
Abai seeks support for his position from an incident involving a blind man who was told by a single witness that his wife committed adultery. He came to Shmuel who told him, If you trust him, go divorce her. Below, low topic, but if not, do not divorce her. Presumably, he meant that if the witness is valid, he would have to divorce his wife. Rava answered that Shmuel meant that if he especially trusts this witness, like to aid him, then he should divorce her. Point number two, a Bryce relates when Yana HaMelch returned from a successful conquest, he made a celebratory feast inviting the Chachamim. A wicked man present, Elizabeth ben Poira, claimed that they were opposed to him and suggested that the king wear the tzitz to see their reaction. He did so, and an elder named Yehuda ben Gedidia said, Yana HaMelch, Rablach Kesemalchus, the crown of kingship is enough for you. Hanach Kesekohuna Lazar Aaron, leave the crown of Kahuna to Aaron's descendants. This was based on information that Yana's mother was captured and disqualified from Kahuna, but it was investigated and found without merit, and this point is later discussed. Al-Razer told Yane that as king and Kohen Gadol, he should not suffer such indignity and advised him to kill the Chachamim. Yane asked, but, Torah but what will be with the Torah if the sages are killed? al responded, It's rolled and resting in a corner. Anyone who wishes to study it, let him come and study it. Yane's acceptance of this argument was an allowance of heretical ideas, since it did not account for Torah Shabbat, which would be forgotten. He killed all the sages, and the world was desolate, until Shimon ben Shetel came and restored the Torah to its former position. Rashi explains that Shimon ben Shetel was the king's brother-in-law, and his sister had saved him by hiding him. And point number three, Abraisa discusses a mikvah used under the presumption that it contained 40 saw, and was later found deficient. Ritarfin ruled that all that the was previously prepared based on this mikvah to be tower, by assuming it was full until found deficient, and Rabbi Kiva ruled them tame. Ritarfin explained, This mikvah was presumed to be full and should not be ruled deficient earlier out of doubt. Rabbi Kiva responded that the people, or Kalim, who were tovel in this mikvah were previously tame and should not be ruled tower out of doubt. Rabbi Tarfim continued that's analogous to a cone performing a voda, who was discovered to be a son of a divorcee or chalutza, rendering machalal and unfit for a voda, that his previously performed a voda is valid based on a drush brought later. Here too, those who previously immersed in this mikvah should be ruled tahor. Rabbi Kiva responded that's analogous to a cone discovered to be a balmum, whose previous avoda is invalid. He explained it's more similar to a balmum, both of which can come about through the testimony of a single witness, and both are disqualifications in the mikveh and cone themselves. Rabbi Tarfan replied, Akiva kol parsh Akiva, whoever separates from you, is like one who separates from life itself. All right, so now we go to our simmer dav samachvav, and our standard simmon relates to sewing, and we use a tailor for the simmon a tailor. So here goes. The blind tailor who didn't react when a single witness told him his wife committed adultery couldn't see the king outside at a feast wearing the seats who was getting angry at some sages and didn't know if he was Tommy or Tar when he was informed the mikveh he was tobling was found to be deficient and had less than 40 saw. Once again, it's emotion. The blind tailor, tailor, that must mean we're on duff. Samachvav, sewing. The blind tailor who didn't react when a single witness told him his wife committed adultery, which reminds us, the Gemara brings the following question, If a single witness tells a man that his wife committed adultery, and the husband is silent, does she become prohibited to her husband? Abai says, Naman, he's believed, and she's prohibited to him. And Rava says, he's not believed. It's a matter concerning erva. And a matter concerning erva cannot be established by fewer than two witnesses. Abai seeks support for its position from an incident involving a blind man. So the blind tailor who didn't react when a single witness told him his wife committed adultery couldn't see the king outside at a feast wearing the seats who was getting angry 
at some sages. Which reminds us, the Gemara brings the story of Yanai Melech at the Suda celebrating a conquest and the story of the Tzitz which led to the killing of the Chachamim. So the blind tailor who didn't react when a single witness told him his wife committed adultery, couldn't see the king outside at a feast wearing that seats who was getting angry at some sages, and didn't know if he was Tami or Tower when he was informed the mikvah he was tovel in was found to be deficient and had less than 40 saw. Which reminds us, Abraissa discusses a mikvah used under presumption that it contained 40 saw and was later found deficient. Rabbi Tarvin ruled all the taros previously prepared based on this mikvah to be taller by assuming it was full until found deficient. And Rabbi Kiva ruled them tamir. Rabbi Tarvin explained mikvah zebeches gesham who made. This mikvah was presumed to be full and should not be ruled deficient earlier out of doubt. Rabbi Kiva responded that the people or kalim, which were tovel in this mikvah, were previously tamir and should not be ruled tower out of doubt. Rabbi Tarfan continued that it's analogous to a comb performing a vote who was discovered to be a son of a divorcee or a chalutza rendering him a chalal and unfit for a vote that has previously performed a vote is valid. Rabbi Kiva responded that it's analogous to a cone discovered to be a balmum whose previous vote is invalid. So once again, the blind tailor who didn't react when a single witness told him his wife committed adultery, couldn't see the king outside at a feast wearing the seats who was getting angry at some sages, and didn't know if he was Tamir Tobel when he was informed the mikvah he was Tobel in, was found to be deficient and had less than 40 saw. All right, so now it's time for Four Chazar, Dav Samach Beis. So the similar Dav Samach Beis is a submarine. So here goes. When the diamond studded submarine, submarine, that must mean we're on Dav Samach Beis. When the diamond studded submarine crashed after a distracted crew member unsuccessfully tried to be Makash woman saying, marry me, after I convert, which reminds us, the next mission teaches several cases of a condition performed with a woman who is not currently eligible to marry the man, but he stipulated it should take effect after she becomes eligible. For example, if someone said, become married to me after I convert. The condition is ineffective in all these cases, even after the event takes place, because condition was impossible at the time. The future eligible status is a a thing that has not yet come into the world. On Daf Samak Gimel Amin Alf, Rabbi Meir argues and says the condition is effective in all these cases. So when the diamond-studded submarine crashed after a distracted crew member unsuccessfully tried to be a Kaddish woman saying, marry me after I convert, the Jewish captain rushed to land where he found grain attached to the ground and with his powerful hand held high declared a truma, which reminds us, a Mishnah teaches that one cannot separate truma on grain still attached to the ground. Ravasi asked Rabbi Yochan if someone designates picked produce as truma on attached produce, or the reverse, to take effect when the produce is picked, and it was subsequently picked, is the truma effective? Rabbi Yochanan answers, anything that is in one's power to change, it's not viewed as missing an act required to change it, because he can pick the produce at any time, he can declare truma to take effect after it's actually picked. So when the diamond-studded submarine crashed after a distracted crew member unsuccessfully tried to be a Kaddish woman saying, marry me after I convert, the Jewish captain rushed to land where he found grain attached to the ground and with his powerful hand held high declared a truma after he verified it had reached the stage of shachas, which reminds us. In a Bryce's supporting Rabbi Yochan's opinion, Rabbi Lassim Yaakov goes further and says that one may even designate truma before the grain reaches the stage of shlish, a third of its growth, to take effect after it reaches the stage and is picked. Clearly, he holds one may affect transactions on a davish lobo olam, since it's not in his power to separate truma currently. Rabbi says that Rabbi Lassim's ruling only pertains to shachas, grows at the fodder stage, which Rush explains is the first stage that can be considered significant, but the earlier agam stage is too insignificant. Dav Samach Kimmel. So the similar Dav Samach Kimmel is a Segway. So here goes. The young man racing on a Segway. Segway? That must be more in Dav Samach Kimmel. 
The young man racing on a segway to fulfill his condition to speak to the ruler of the land so he could marry a woman, which reminds us. The next mission states that if one says to a woman, become married to me, on condition that I will speak on your behalf to the ruler or on condition I will work for you like a laborer for a day, the condition is effective if he performs these services. Rachel Akish says, it's only true where he also gave her something worth a pruta, but the service itself does not generate condition. So the young man racing on a segway to fulfill his condition to speak to the ruler of the land so he could marry a woman rode past two men claiming to have married the daughter of a man who forgot whom she married, which reminds us, a mission on Amabe states that if a man says, Kidashias Biti, the Eniodeo Mikidashtia, I married off my daughter, but I do not know to whom I married her, and someone claims he is a husband, Neaman, he's believed. If two people make this claim, one divorces her, and the other may marry her, Rav says, Neaman Litan get, the Eneman Lichnos. The one claiming to be the husband is believed to give her a get, but is not believed to marry her. He's believed to divorce her because, Ein Admechota Bololo, a person does not sin without benefit for himself, but he's not believed to marry because perhaps Yitzro Tokfo, his Yitzrohor, is taking hold of him to make this claim. So the young man racing on a segway to fulfill his condition to speak to the ruler of the land so he could marry a woman rode past two men claiming to have married the daughter of a man who forgot whom she married and came across a man testifying to a basin that he married off his Na'ara daughter who didn't look very happy, which reminds us. The Gemara asks, if a father testifies that he accepted condition for his daughter, would we stone to death based on his testimony if she commits adultery as a Na'ara? Rav says we would not because the Torah only granted the father credibility regarding Isser, but not for capital punishment. Ravasi says we would stone based on his testimony and the father is fully believed. Daf Samachdalad. So the Zimmer Daf Samachdalad relates to Sod secret and we use a secret agent. So here goes. The secret agent, secret agent, that must be run Daf Samachdalad. Sod, secret. The secret agent who passed his first test and believed a father who said he married off and accepted the divorce of his minor daughter, but not the father who said his daughter was captured and he ransomed her, which reminds us that the next mission states that if a father says, I married off my daughter and accepted her divorce while she was a minor, if she's still a katan, he's believed to disqualify her from kahuna. If she's an adult, he's not believed. If he says she was captured and I ransomed her, he's not believed and she remains permitted to him. The Torah specifically granted a father believability regarding her marriage in the Pasuk as biti nasati ishazeh. I gave my daughter to this man in marriage. So the secret agent who passed his first test and believed a father who said he married off and accepted the divorce of his minor daughter, but not the father who said his daughter was captured and he ransomed her, as well as the second test and believed the man presumed to have brothers who said he did not when he was Makadish, a woman which reminds us, one presumed to be subject to Yibam because it's thought that he has brothers, who claimed at their marriage that she was exempt because he has no brothers. There's reason to believe him because if he was lying, he could have instead assured her that he would divorce her before his death, exempting her from Yibam. Rebbe holds Mali Dami. The logic of why should I lie is as compelling as witnesses, thus completely uprooting the previous presumption so he cannot reinstate it at death. So the secret agent who passed his first test and believed the father who said he married off and accepted the divorce of his minor daughter, but not the father who said his daughter was captured and he ransomed her, as well as the second test and believed the man presumed to have brothers who said he did not when he was Makadish a woman, was stumped trying to figure out the identity of the older daughter who a man with two sets of daughters had married off, which reminds us. The next mission states that one who has two sets of daughters from two wives and declares that he accepted condition for his 
older daughter, but it's uncertain if it was the older of his older daughters or the older of his younger daughters or the younger of the older daughters. Rabbi Meir says, All of them are prohibited to remarry without a get, except for the youngest of the younger daughters, for a person would place himself in a position of doubt by using a term with multiple possible meanings. Rabbi Yossi says, They're all permitted except for the oldest of the older daughters, as he holds a person would not place himself in a position of doubt. So the similar Dav Samachay is Se, sheep, and we often use a shepherd. So here goes. The shepherd, shepherd, that must be more on Dav Samachay, Se, sheep. The shepherd who was miserable when the shepherdess whom he said he had married said that he had not, and he became prohibited to her relatives, which reminds us the next mission states that if one says to a woman, I married you, and she says, you did not marry me, who he's forbidden to her relatives, but she's permitted to his relatives. Although he's not believed insofar as her prohibition to his relatives is concerned, nor for her to require a get, he is believed to prohibit her relatives to himself through the principle of he made it a forbidden peace to himself, meaning a person's belief when declaring something forbidden to himself. So the shepherd who was miserable when the shepherdess whom he said he had married said that he had not, and he became prohibited to her relatives, and then was told his attempt to marry another woman with one witness didn't work. Which reminds us, Rebuta says, One who marries with a single witness were not concerned for his kedushin, and she's permitted to marry someone else. Shmuel added that this is so, even if they both admit that they married in his presence, because the single witness is insufficient, not only for his testimony, but for the kedushin itself to take effect. So the shepherd who was miserable when the shepherdess whom he said he had married said that he had not, he became prohibited to her relatives, and then was told his attempt to marry another woman with one witness didn't work. Was signed when one witness accused him of eating Caleb, requiring him to bring one of his sheep as a chatos, which reminds us, Abai said, If a single witness tells someone you inadvertently ate forbidden fats, and that person was silent, the witness is believed, and the person must bring a carbon chatos. Alright, so now it's time to conclude with our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number 1. Which definitely when if a man says to a woman, I married you, but she says he did not, he becomes forbidden to her relatives, but she's permitted to his relatives. That's on Duff. Samachay. Good number two. Which Dafti of Mokok is whether one marrying a woman on condition he speaks on her behalf to the ruler is effective? That's on Duff. Good number three. Which Dafti when a father is believed to say he married off his katana daughter and accepted her get? That's on Duff. Good number four. Which Dafti we learn about the challenge to Yanahimelch's Yichus and his murderous reaction? That's on Duff. Good number five. Which stuff do you want about redeeming a field during Yobel times with clefts and rocks in it? That's on Duff. Good number six. Which stuff do you want Rabbi Yochanan holds that even a hundred men could have Kedushan take effect with the same woman if they were Makadashir at different intervals? That's on Duff. Good number seven. Which stuff do we have the question what the din is if someone says to a man that his wife committed adultery and he's silent whether she becomes prohibited to him? That's on Duff. Good number eight. Which daf do we have about a mikvah which was found to be deficient? And whether we learn from a balmum or a halal, that's on daf. Good number nine. Which daf do we have a case where someone designates produce which is attached to become truma when it becomes detached? That's on daf. Good number ten. Which daf do we have that one aid does not work for kedushin? That's on daf. Excellent. That comes today's year. This is everybody. Ram Goldhar from Zikru wishing you a great day and great learning.